0: day 79 of shaped by the word season three the story of the prophets uh, we are right at the halfway point uh, through Isaiah as uh, we continue you know to read through Isaiah which is just one of the richest most uh, vibrant you know uh, books in, in the Old Testament and it's it's a wonder and it's and it's liter- you know it's literary features and it's Hebrew poetry uh, but it's also deeply sensitive to who God is, deeply sensitive to how we respond to God, and it's a call for us, you know, beyond complacency and beyond, uh, you know, putting our confidence in the things around us, uh, you know, to put our confidence in in God and to trust in Him, to receive good gifts from His hands, but for the gifts to pale in significance in their value in our lives to the one who has given us, you know, the, the gifts. And so it's not only just a, a great evaluation for the people you know, of Isaiah's times. These are just tendencies you know, that we have uh, when things you know, go well. We, we tend to kind of check out. And, of course, that was a warning in Deuteronomy. You know, when you find yourself in this place where you have really great houses and really great vineyards and enjoying really great you know, food and really great uh, you know, uh, produce from the fields, don't forget the Lord your God. And that is something you know, we, we tend to do. So as we come to 33, we're in a section where we're leaning harder and harder into the vision of uh, the coming the coming king. And so we'll be introduced you know, to him in this passage as well. So we start in verse you know, 33. Uh, before we read, we, we always, uh, we read with anticipation because it, we're, we're meeting the Lord uh, through his word, uh, which is the very breath of his spirit and of course, for those of us who know Christ, the spirit resides in us. And so there's this is a wonderful dynamic of what God does through his word in the lives of those who, who love him and who as Isaiah you know, has called us to have to have ears that really hear and eyes that really see. So before we uh, read today, David, why don't you uh, offer this moment and you know, offer ourselves to the Lord.
1: Let's pray. And Father, we do come before you humbly So thankful for your words, so thankful for your spirit that's at work through your word um, to renew us, restore us, um, convict us, and bring us what we we need. And so often we don't know what we need, and so we thank you for your word that reminds us that what we need more than anything else is is you and to be satisfied in you. So may you do that deep work um, for your glory and our joy. We pray that all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm.
0: Isaiah 33, woe to you, destroyer. You have not been destroyed. You who have not been destroyed, woe to you, betrayer. You who have not been betrayed. When you stop destroying, you will be destroyed. When you stop betraying, you will be betrayed. Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in times of distress. At the uproar of your army, the people flee. When you rise up, the nations scatter. Your plunder, O nations, is harvested as by young locusts. Like a swarm of locusts, people pounce on it. The Lord is exalted, for he dwells on high. He will fill Zion with his justice and righteousness. He will be the sure foundation for your times. A rich store of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. Look, their brave men cry aloud in the streets. The envoys of peace weep, weep bitterly. The highways are deserted. No travelers are on the roads. The treaty is broken. Its witnesses are despised. No one is respected. The land dries up and wastes away, Lebanon is ashamed and withers, Sharon is like the Arabah, and Bashan and Carmel drop their leaves. Now will I rise, says the Lord, now I will be exalted, now will I be lifted up. You conceive chaff, you give birth to straw, your breath is fire that consumes you. The peoples will be burned to ashes like cut thorn bushes, they will be set ablaze. You are very far away, hear what I have done. You are very near, acknowledge my power. The sinners in Zion are terrified. Trembling grips the godless. Who of us can dwell with the consuming fire? Who of us can dwell with the everlasting burning? Those who walk righteously and speak what is right, who reject gain from extortion and keep their hands from accepting bribes, who stop their ears against uh, plots of murder and shut their eyes against contemplating evil they're the ones who will dwell on the heights whose refuge will be the mountain fortresses their bread will be supplied and water will not fail them your eyes will see the king in his beauty a view and view a land that stretches far in your thoughts you'll ponder the former terror where is that chief officer where is the one who took the revenue where is the officer in charge of the towers You will see these arrogant people no more, people whose speech is obscure, whose language is strange and incomprehensible. Look on Zion, the city of our festivals. Your eyes will see Jerusalem, a peaceful abode, a tent that will not be moved. Its stakes will never be pulled up, nor any of its rubs broken. There the Lord will be our mighty one. he will be like a place of broad rivers and streams. No galley with whores will ride them, no mighty ship will sail them, for the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king. It is he who will save us. Your rigging hangs loose, the mast is not held secure, the cell is not spread. Then an abundance of spoil will be divided, and even the lame will carry off plunder. No one living in Zion will say, I am ill, and the sins of those who dwell there will be forgiven. So you have again, uh, you know, the images of you know both judgment and images of God's incredible grace, uh, but more than anything else, you have the coming King. And in this particular instance, the coming King is, uh, you know, not not a Messiah, or not a, not a Davidic, inner you know, King, but the Lord Himself reigning over His people. And of course, it's an issue that we really you know is not fully reconciled until we find the person of Jesus, who is both the Davidic Son and and the lord himself who reigns over us so very very mm-hmm. gorgeous picture you know the prosperity you know that will return and, and some nice know comforting you yeah. know devotional thoughts along the way as well
1: mm-hmm. no i mean verse two is what really grabbed me as we we're reading this is what a beautiful and rich and deep and simple thing right lord be gracious to us we long for you be our strength every morning our salvation in times of distress i mean what a where's your longing it's an admittance for grace it's an admittance that i'm not strong and i need your strength and even more than that i need your salvation you know in these difficult times and i mean what a beautiful thing to ponder through and to think through each and every morning as you're a pretty self-sufficient i'm going to tackle my to-do list and you know get things done is so much so often our mentality and yet this brings us right back to grace and longing, and, and salvation, and strength outside of ourselves, which is exactly what we need if if we're now, truly thinking properly. In, in
0: this particular passage, you hear so much of the echo of the Davidic Psalms. Mm-hmm. You know where David you know cries out, "How my soul thirsts for you, my spirit mm-hmm. longs for you in a dry and thirsty land." And, and what a great you know phrase you know for us you know, to to rise up and say more than anything else in this day, Lord, you know I desire you. And, and of course, you have the you know the first first verse is a verse of judgment uh, this is not you know to israel this is to those who have conquered israel and even though god is using them as an instrument of his judgment uh, because they're not acting in righteousness his judgment will turn you will turn back on on them
2: man it it reminds me so with high schoolers we've been studying um the book well the minor prophets but Specifically, the Book of the
0: Minor, probably. Well,
2: no, I was going to say... No, well,
0: actually, in Hebrew, it's called the Book of the Twelve.
2: Oh, well, there you go. That's what I was referring to. Um, exactly. So, the last couple weeks, we've been studying Obadiah, and um, I believe that's the book that, um, that, yes, it is, that talks about um, they're, they're really being indicted for building these um, dwellings on high, right, and being high up. But, in fact, when they fall, be, being that high up, it will ironically be bad for them because their their fall will be even way worse. Um, and I'm, I was reminded of that um, here uh, because it talks about in verse 16, they're the ones, th- these are those who have been um, really walking righteously um, and walking according to the way of the Lord. But so verse 16, they're the ones who will dwell on the heights, whose refuge will be the mountain fortress, um, which sounds similar because their place isn't in in the heights, but they've been placed there by the Lord. They have not made their way there. And it just reminds me, like, God, I mean, it makes me think of the verse, that he will exalt the humble and the, the... exalted will be humbled. I don't That's not word for word, obviously, but (laughs) so (laughs)
0: that's such an encouraging thought.
2: (laughs) But in, Uh. in other words, it just makes me think that, you know, walking humbly with the Lord, it will have its wonderful and beautiful rewards, but we don't, we don't do it for those rewards. We don't do it for, um, the things that we can get from Him. Um, But there are beautiful benefits to walking with the Lord and to walking righteously. Um, And one of those is just that wonderful um, being secure in Him and dwelling in the heights. Um, Their bread will be supplied and water will not fail them. He provides everything that we need.
0: Now there's, of course, you know, the the richest reward of seeking after the Lord is is the the delight uh, of the Lord Himself, just mm-hmm. knowing who He is and, and delighting in Him, you know, it's expectation. You know, we kind of, you know, uh, naively have whenever we fall in love that here is a person, you know, that's going to be easy to love and delightful to love and complete us, you know, in so many, you know, different ways. And of course, that's a burden, you know, that no, you know, no human, you know, lover can sustain, you know, or, or, or fulfill. But in Him, there, there's just this perfect the light and, and you even have you know that little phrase observe, seeing the king and all of his beauty mm-hmm. you know the wonder of you know who he is uh, and all that he is and, and, and of course I th- it was just thinking about the verse we were uh, trying to <laughs> <ago>. <laughs> this morning you know God God opposes those who are proud but he gives grace to the humble humble yourselves therefore under the Lord's mighty hand you know that he might lift you up in, in due time and of course that has been a theme yeah. and of course that's what we were talking about you know yesterday uh, when the Lord looks at you know the women who are being complacent and he says you know take off those really nice rubs and and, and put on some rags and you know and lower your posture and then lowering your posture puts your heart in the right position to know and understand you know who I am mm-hmm. and I uh, would love not 6 don't you? I mean he will mm-hmm. be the sure foundation for your times mm-hmm. yeah I
1: got gotcha. you
0: we yeah, boy, if there was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now there's a lot of obviously yeah. we're going through a political season and a lot of people are you know distressed by what they see happening on the horizons. Yeah, uh, but uh, he is you know he is the foundation and he is the bedrock and I always think of the words of the psalmist even though the mountains tremble and are cast into the sea he is still God.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in chapter thirty three, I mean, th- this is a, kind of, one of those chapters that reminds us why we need to read the prophets more. And we've really been deficient in reading the prophets, probably because it can be hard to understand at times. Mm-hmm. But this longing for the kingdom to come, and then to see the beauty of the king—you know—you'll see the king in all his beauty. You'll see this land you know, where righteousness reigns, and the the, you know, the stakes will never be pulled up, and and it, you'll have just tremendous amounts of, of beauty and justice is gone. You know, people will be dwelling um, in, in peace and security. I mean, just these images it gives us. Um, Just in this chapter alone, you know, point us forward to then the expectations of, you know, it's no wonder that the disciples said, Hey, is it this time you're going to restore the kingdom of Israel? Because, man, those things that we maybe capture our imagination, you know, just those things we long for, that this is, these images that Isaiah gives us, man, leads us to worship and it leads us to long to really pray what Jesus taught us to pray, your kingdom come. So we've received kind of the already, but not fully established, you know, but these, this helps us reorient ourselves away mm. from our current moment to, well, to a greater hope. Yeah, we
0: do need, need to remind ourselves what good things we have received, you know, comfort and compassion from the Spirit and God's presence, you know, with us. And, and again, in and our complacency, you know, moving back to we take those things for granted. Uh, you know, let me just close with that you know, five and six again. The Lord is exalted for he dwells on high. He will fill Zion with his justice and his righteousness. He will be the sure foundation for your times. A rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge and the fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. Our, our awe and our respect uh, for the one who is the king and all of his beauty. Father, we thank you for who you are, and we, we confess our greatest sin is, is failing to see you for who you are. We do pray, you know, along with David, uh, that you will continually open our eyes so we may behold not only beautiful things from your law, but the King himself and all of his beauty. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thank you for uh, passages like this that look deep into our heart and show us who you are, and call us out of ourselves into your presence. And and Father, may we in this day live in your presence. It's in your holy name we pray, amen. Mm -hmm.